Okay, it's today is officially May 17th. I am uh, Burlington on the spot. We are live today. This has got to be probably, if you're listening, you get a chance to watch it. This is probably one of the coolest. No, it's got to be the coolest setup that we've done. We're live at Williams Floral, and our guest today is Bill Rawlings. We're talking gardening. We're talking flowers, everything that's outdoor. And then today, why don't you go ahead and introduce yourself as somebody doesn't know who you are. And in the, uh, today's a special day. Yeah, today is a special day, Troy. First of all, thank you for doing all this. Uh, it's uh, uh, very impressive watching you set all this up, bringing it from your office to our shop. Uh, but yes, today is a special day. Uh, officially, 20 years ago today, we opened up our business. Uh, we woke up this morning, 20 years ago, with about four or five inches of snow on the ground. <laughs> that, so that was in 2002? And that was in 2002. And I thought, oh boy, what have I done? <laughs> but uh, God, I think, was showing us that uh, the good and the, the, the not so good that will go with it, because the, the good thing was, was, the snow melted, uh, the sun came out, the air was fresh, people got out and supported us, so it was a, sex, a successful day. So yeah, yeah, 20 years, I mean, that's impressive. Any business that can last 20 years in, in a rural setting like this, and we'll get more into that, but one of the things I wanted to talk about, uh, I was in here about a week ago, and uh, you guys are getting real busy right now, so when I yes. come in, I mean, and that's a great thing, but... So, you know, myself, I'm, part of the reason I wanted to do this is you have such good insight. You have such good knowledge, you know, and I think that sharing that today, honestly, you know, sharing that today would be great for people looking for tips on gardening, on uh, container gardening, planters and stuff. Yeah. So I was in here and I was standing in line and we started, you know, there's three of us and we're just kind of chit-chatting on what we're trying to do. And so we were doing raised beds and one of the girls in line was you know, jumped in with you and you, as always, jumped in and gave her great tips. So is that raised beds? Let's talk a little bit about that right at the start, right? Like right. what, so, and then we'll jump into the history and all that good stuff. But yes. as far as like raised bed goes, you know, um, is that, is are you seeing more people going to raised beds and like, what's the best way to do that? Yeah, Troy, um, you know, probably the last uh, 10 years or so, uh, container gardening, raised beds has become such a huge thing. Uh, and the reason why, it's all about uh, uh, our lives are busier uh, with kids, jobs, everything, you know, school. Um, uh, it's uh, being a lot more conservative about watering with less watering. Uh, and it's being less maintenance. Uh, sometimes the old traditional gardening uh, where you planted just in the ground, uh, there was a lot more weeding, watering, fertilizing. And it uh, was a whole lot more maintenance. With um, uh, container gardening or raised beds, it's a lot more controlled uh, with your soil amendments, your watering, your fertilizer. Uh, and then you can plant more what you're wanting to plant if you're into the flowers or the herbs or the vegetables or all of it. And, uh, and then also on some of the container gardening, you can move it a little bit so if the weather is not being very conducive with uh, some of the weather elements we have out here uh, you can uh, put things underneath a patio or it's easier to cover up or that sort of thing uh, and uh, so it's just making life a whole lot better and easier for for gardening yes yeah and uh, so on and thinking about that so they make some that probably i even saw some on wheels and some of the containers where you could easily move them around the ones that I was looking at and that, and that girl that was in line, uh, I think those are the type that lay directly on the soil. And then you fill it up with, with soil on yes. top of it, right? And I think the reason I'm trying to do it is weeds. Yeah. I mean, honestly, the last – every year we try and plant a garden, I'm trying to get a few things, right? I'm trying, right. To, get, I'm trying to get carrots, <laughs> yeah. which I can't get, yeah. apparently. I mean, I've tried – we always get squash. We get zucchini. We get cucumbers, radishes sometimes, but – having problems with carrots and then the biggest issue is just weeds yeah. so is that something where um i can go and road till my whole garden right and then what i would probably want to do is since i'm doing the raised bed or the raised beds you know so road till the whole thing and then lay down i'm thinking of going over to the usda i have a, a buddy who's a farmer right and he even has a couple rolls from them but i want to probably put a whole ground cover down right to keep all the weeds, is that what you recommend? Or? Yeah, yeah, that would be a, a good uh, uh, weed control. Uh, and, you know, with uh, uh, raised beds, you don't need to go real deep. Uh, most of the uh, 
the root systems on vegetables and flowers uh, generally go around that, that 12 inches, give or take. And so uh, it's not like you got to have a raised bed three or four foot tall. Uh, sometimes we do that uh, where it makes it easier on our backs for bending and that sort of oh, thing. Oh, I didn't even think about uh, that, yeah. But a lot of times, uh, yeah, you can just go that 10, 12 inches deep uh, and you can get the soil amendments. So like when you're talking about some of your more uh, like your root vegetables, like your potatoes, carrots, radishes, that sort of thing, uh, you can have that soil amendment that is a good soil amendment. So uh, the like the carrots and the radishes can expand and grow, and then they're getting the good nutrients of a proper soil amendment, and so that way it's more healthy as well as you have a uh, more milder taste, if you will, instead of a bitter taste. Oh, really? It actually impacts the taste of. Oh yeah, yeah, and uh, uh, and then you know, and if people want to do a, a higher raised bed like we have in our backyard at home. Uh, ours is about three foot, and the reason we did that is is just where Deb and I are getting older, we're ma- trying to make it easier. Right. And, and uh, so we just get plain old fill dirt to fill the bottom to be more cost effective. Then we do our soil amendment just that 10, 12 inches deep, and, and that that makes it work out great. What, so you're saying soil amendment. What, what kind of soil? I, let's pretend I go get my raised bed, which next week I'll have it. What do I want to put in there? What kind of topsoil? I mean, uh, peat moss. Just what, I, I mean, I'm, and I'm talking on stuff I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> I heard you say a little bit. So. Yeah, yeah. Uh, well, you know, um, a, a lot of people are today are a lot more in the organic soils. Uh, uh, just for the fact is we're learning <clears throat> with uh, uh, ourselves as well as our kids, our grandkids. There's a lot more allergies out there uh, uh, and that sort of thing. So with the organic soils, it makes it just a little bit more pure, if you will. But, yeah, you could use plain topsoil, uh, potting mixes and that sort of thing. Uh, one thing I really like is is uh, this last two years with the, uh, the COVID thing going on, it's actually uh, teaching us to be smarter operators and to learn more. Um, at one time, we could just order things in, and it was here. Kind of took that for granted, Troy. Uh, oh. With uh, COVID, we've learned, for an example, some of the things that we used to get. Now, some of these big uh, companies have changed, and you have to order a whole semi-load, or they won't even want to talk to you anymore. So uh, we're learning, like, for an example, we're... Um, doing organic soil excuse me for looking away yeah no that's fine um but it's where we're getting smarter is is this is an organic soil it's indoor outdoor it's uh uh, made right in colorado oh wow and and, uh so it's kind of keeping our our economy a little more local and what i really like about this deb and i have been using it and uh you can use this to start your seeds you can use it like i said indoor outdoor and, and it's all natural, and it's got chicken manure in it, which is a really good uh, uh, manure, but, uh, and it don't smell, but uh, it's a really good mix to do that, to mix with uh, uh, topsoil or, um, uh, you know, a regular potting mix or whatever. And with container gardening, Troy, um, every year we need to add a little bit of fertilizer or amendment because uh, the, the flowers or the vegetables kind of start taking the nutrients out of that. That makes sense. And so what's really good about this is, is with a controlled container gardening, raised beds, you can add a little bit of uh, soluble fertilizer or, or a soil amendment or uh, a time-release fertilizer, and that'll get you through the whole season. Now, when you're saying amendment, is that, is that a synonym for uh, fertilizer, or what, it, what exactly? Uh, yeah, it's kind of a broad thing. Uh, you, you can use, like, uh, your, uh, um, like I say, your soluble water uh, fertilizers or, your, or um, uh, your sphagnum peat moss. Uh, um, you know, the, uh, the, the time-release granulated stuff. All of that is kind of amendment that just kind of enriches our soil again for gotcha. the root system. Uh, one thing we need to remember is when planting flowers or, or vegetables, the, the soil is kind of the heart of the whole thing. If you have a good soil, you have a good root system. If you have a good root system, you have a good plant, which in turn gives you a good bloom. 
gotcha. a good vegetable or, or whatever and, and that sort of thing. And that keeps it a whole lot more cost effective uh, than trying to do a whole garden out on, on the, out on the open ground, you know. So, yeah, and yeah. then, okay, so, I mean, that's awesome. So, I know, and then is that something you guys will mix up for folks? Or, like, because yes. I heard the lady who was in line, and you said, hey, I'll mix that all up. I'll come deliver it. So, that's something you guys will do for anyone listening or watching. Yeah, yeah, and we do that. Uh, and then the whole thing is we do that to help people uh, uh, basically to learn, and it helps us to help you. And then uh, – it's it's exciting that when you get good results from your uh, flowers, your vegetables, and you'll come back in and say, hey. Look at this. Look at this. Or, you know, I took a picture of my camera. Look at that, you know, or my phone. And and it, it's a good feeling, you know, to, to see what it's all about and how to do it. Uh, and I think that uh, it's a proven fact with statistics that 86% of us people in the United States uh, – Regardless if they're young, like Logan, just starting out, or, or young couples or getting older, uh, we all like some sort of gardening, regardless if it's indoors or yep. outdoor. And, and it's therapeutic. It makes you feel good. And this is one thing I really enjoy about this business, Troy, is when I see someone feel good and show me what they've done, it makes me feel good Yeah, that, that I made somebody else feel good through Right God. on. Yeah, yeah. Well, and then so... Am I going to have to worry about weeds on the raised bed? I mean, I'm still going to have to weed a little bit, but it shouldn't be as bad as, as it was. Like, and I'm going to ask some stupid questions, just no, telling no, you, right? No, but, like, no. do I have to worry about weeds growing up through? Yeah, that's, a, that's not a stupid question at all because uh, weeds, we won't get away from at all. I mean, uh, weeds are here, and, and that's it. But, but if I'm uh, putting the ground cover down, that'll help for right, sure. Yeah. So, that's the key yeah. then. So instead of going out and, and – uh, spending all afternoon or all day pulling weeds and whacking weeds and spraying weeds and that sort of thing you can go out with a bucket and pick a handful of weeds so it's more of a maintenance thing kind of like uh changing oil in your vehicle you know it's a maintenance thing but it's not going to be so hardcore and by the time you get done you're you're just exhausted and you hated it and you can care less if you've done it again with the uh container gardening the raised beds uh, where it's more controlled, there's a whole lot less weed pooling and that sort of thing. So you can enjoy doing the other things that you want to do with the garden. And yeah. probably have a chance at growing those carrots. Yes, yeah, yeah. Um, so one of the other questions she asked, which was a great question, and you were like, ah, oh, you know, um, bugs. So obviously, you know, pest control. So if you're going to do that, what's the best way to keep animals out and, and bugs and rabbits and all that good stuff? Well, um, <laughs> there again, it's maintenance control, Troy. But <laughs> right. Uh, uh, but, you know, um, I've learned through other customers, and it's actually interesting. Uh, some of the uh, older customers, some of the more wise, experienced, been around the block people, uh, you know, there's simple things that you can get at the grocery store. Uh, you can take uh, lemon juice and garlic juice, mix it together with water, and spray that around your container. And it don't stop them, but it deters them. And because it agitates their senses, and they don't like to, they don't like to be around that when it agitates. Like your little senses. critters specifically, yeah, and stuff. Yeah, uh, rabbits, uh, uh, mice, uh, ground squirrels, that sort of thing. Another thing that works really good that we keep in stock all the time is a cedar mulch, and the cedar mulch is is intertwined fibered. So when the wind blows. Oh, does the wind blow out here, Troy? <laughs> yeah, historic, right? Yeah. This year, I yeah. showed you that graph. It's yeah. been crazy. Yeah, uh, when the wind blows, uh, the the fiber mulch keeps it more in place, so it don't blow out so much, like say bark, for an example. Um, but the the cedar mulch does three things: one, it holds the moisture in better; two, uh, it um, helps weed control; okay. and three. Uh, here again, it's cedar. It's kind of like a cedar chest, so it, it deters the insects and the rodents and, and the varmints uh, because it agitates their senses. And when you get it wet, when you're watering, it releases that scent. And so they're going like, oh, I don't want to be around that, you know. Is that something that you're laying on top then or you're mixing it in or how does that? You're just laying on top as a top uh, ground dressing. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. And so it does a, 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 so what I really like about it, it's natural and and it does a lot of things with one thing. 
and, and that sort of thing. And uh, then if you don't want to go that avenue, that route, uh, we do have uh, Fertilome carries it uh, or makes it, and it's called Triple Action. And so some people will say, well, I have an insect problem, but I'm not sure it might be a fungicide too. I'm not sure, you know. And, and out here with our weather changing, Troy, uh, we have a lot more fungus than we used to. Oh. So a triple action, uh, it comes in a, a spray bottle or a hose in, and you can spray that, and that will take care of your fungicides, your insects, and all of that. But we do have to remember that as a chemical. But you can right. wash your vegetables, uh, uh, I think, what is it, 24 hours, and then you can eat them. Uh, so there is, there is ways to control insects and varmints. You, you'll never stop them, but it, you sure can, can control them. Right, it's back yeah. to maintenance, like yeah. you said. Yeah. Um, and I don't know if you know the answer to this, but <clears throat> so we also have berries. We have berry bushes. We have blackberries, I think, black raspberries maybe. Yeah. And somebody had mentioned that uh, starting last year, and I noticed it a little bit, bugs, tons of bugs. Is that something that I would spray on that? Or is there anything to spray on that that you know of that wouldn't be chemical? Or um, so like if the kids are grabbing them, yeah. you know, and eating them, or we just kind of? You know, the best thing that, that, that I'm aware of is uh, neem oil. Uh, neem oil has been around for a very, very long time, and neem oil uh, is uh, an insecticide deterrent that's more on a natural side. Huh. And, uh, uh, and, you know, berries are slow to start off out here where we live. Uh, your, your blueberries, your, your blackberries, raspberries, uh, grapes even, uh, they can all grow out here, uh, but when you plant them, uh, mix a little bit of the acidic uh, um, uh, fertilizer in with them, which uh, we carry, and, and I think most people do, and and uh, and then let them climb up on something. They they like to climb up like on wire, and and out here again where the wind yep. blows on the on the vining type things, a lot of times you can uh, uh, put a couple T posts in the ground. Uh, you can take your uh, uh, wire uh, and put that wire on the T post, and just let those things start growing. And, and uh, uh, give them some acidic, uh, 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 they call it an acid-loving um, uh, uh, fertilizer, and, and they'll take off and start growing. And, and uh, I know there's some people down in Shine Wells that have a beautiful crop of uh, blueberries down there doing that. Really? Yeah. And so what is it called again, the, uh, uh, the spray that you, you put on to the natural? Uh, that there is uh, neem oil. Neem oil. Yeah. And then, do you guys carry that here? Yep, or? we do. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yes. Interesting. Yeah. So grapes, do you know people actually growing grapes? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Matter of fact, we grow grapes right out in the corner of our property here. I didn't know that. <laughs> really? Yeah. So did you uh, already plant those then? or and Is it something you plant yearly or does it come back on no, its own? No, it comes or? back on its own. It's kind of a woody vine. Uh, we planted the uh, red seedless grapes and uh, then we also planted Concord grapes. Uh, last year, we didn't have uh, the best crop with them. Uh, uh, when they was doing their thing, I had the bad hand infection but all better now uh but the last couple years before that uh yeah we was getting a a nice bowl full of grapes and and uh concord grapes and uh put those in the refrigerator and and have those in the morning with your cereal Woo! tell you what a piece of heaven there are they they're good huh um well, and that's another good point. So does it seem like most people are already planning at this point? Because we're getting May 17th, we're getting there. Although, there could be a freeze, right, right. in yeah. a couple of days? They, you know, this week it sounds like uh, listening to uh, the weather forecast and looking on the weather channel thing, um, that uh, it's more of a typical spring. It's, it's all up and down with the wind. Uh, it's all up and down with the temperature. Uh, I think, uh, what is it, one day it's going to be 90, the next day 60. Uh, and then I think Friday night they're saying 34, but this time of the year we should be okay. I mean, uh, I don't think it's going to hurt things uh, like it would have, say, four or five weeks ago. Where and it would have just wiped out what you were trying to right, grow. Right, right. The um, um, uh, April started off slow, of course, because of all the wind. I mean, uh, uh, according to Nine News, I think we had the windiest 
April on Colorado recorded history with weather. Yeah, that graph showed it. This is the windiest year for sustained over the amount of days for sustained winds over 30 ever. Yeah. yeah. I mean, and it doubles. Man, you can look back like there's it's pretty level, you know, like a couple years, 75 and stuff. And then you see 2022 and it's double. Yeah. Already. Crazy. Crazy. Yeah. So and uh, but yeah, but uh, May has been starting off really well. I mean, uh, uh, matter of fact, we usually get one load a week and we are doing two loads a week right now just for the fact, uh, yeah, people are starting to get out. The weather's starting to straight up. Uh, we're still having the wind. We do need more moisture, obviously, but we did get uh, some nice moisture a couple weeks ago. Uh, the wind is tamed down somewhat, and, and uh, yeah, the weather's getting nicer and the soil temperature's warm enough. And that's another thing, Troy, soil temperature uh, a good rule of thumb is, is when the ground temperature is 50 degrees or higher, that's when things will start growing and germinating, and we're, we're there now. So, anyway, yeah. Well, and that, so last night when we were in here setting up, you gave me some lettuce, and yeah. it was awesome lettuce. <laughs> when did you start growing that? Um, actually, the, the lettuce we started growing, Deb and I, we uh, uh, radishes, lettuce, uh, carrots, uh, spinach, we started growing that in early spring. Like indoor and, or outdoor? Uh, no, outdoor, outdoor. Uh, those things can take uh, the frost and that sort of thing. Your le- uh, your lettuces, your spinaches, your carrots, your radishes, any of that kind of crop there, uh, uh, they can take the frost and that, that sort of. Uh, matter of fact, uh, uh, when Deb planted the lettuce and I planted the spinach uh, and we had a little bit of snow, I was gone like, uh-oh, uh, but when the snow melted and the sun came out, boy, they just perked up and was growing. Because they had all the moisture and everything. Yeah. So when did, you, when did you plant those? So we planted that probably back in uh, the latter part of March, and, and uh, um, beautiful uh, um, crop of the lettuce, the spinach. The, the radishes ran a little bit behind because when I planted the radishes, you only plant the seeds like just a quarter of an inch deep of that. And then the wind came up and blew the seeds out, so I had that's to re- not good. <laughs> no, so uh, the the uh, but the radishes are starting to grow now, and along with the carrots. But uh, but yeah, last night uh, when Deb uh, 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 cut that lettuce, and I was planting tomato plants and uh, pepper plants in between working with you. Uh, I mean, all organic, very mild tasting. And here again, that goes back to that uh, controlled uh, raised bed gardening, uh, where. You can have the soils, the fertilizers that gives it more of that sweet, natural flavor mm. versus sometimes that bitter flavor. And uh, uh, and that's because of the nutrients and the amendment and everything that's in the soil? Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. And, and uh, we're experimenting, too, also. Uh, things like with romaine lettuce. I really like romaine lettuce, Troy. And, and it's very healthy for you, too. And the romaine lettuce... Uh, I'm learning you can even uh, uh, grow that in just a round tub. I got some two-gallon tubs around, uh, two-gallon containers around here where we planted stuff in the past, and I've been experimenting with that. And you can grow some beautiful romaine lettuce right on a, a back porch or, or, you know, if you have a sunroom or anything that can get about six hours of sunlight. How long do you keep growing stuff till? Uh, well, uh, outside... Depending what you grow and how you grow it, you can grow things from about March, probably clear into about October. So we have a pretty good growing season out here. And if you have a a kind of an enclosed patio or a sunroom, uh, you can grow some things year-round. So do you guys replant the carrots and everything? Yeah, yeah, we sure do. So you're going to replant again coming up. Once you harvest, then you're going to replant. Yeah, and, and you know, and with... um, However, they do it today out there in, in the, in the um, I don't know, the, the science world, if you will. Right. Uh, they're starting to come out with lettuces and uh, carrots that are cool season weathered things that you can grow in the spring and the fall. Now they're getting some varieties that you can actually grow in the heat, uh, uh, hot summer months, you know. Uh, so I'm going to try some of those this summer, too, and just see how those do compared to the the good old standbys with uh, the, the just test it and see yeah. what kind of a crop you get and the yield yeah and then that way then you can share it with customers you know too and, and let them know you know what what it does so what, yeah what about uh cantaloupe and watermelon that's kind of hard to grow up here isn't it in this area we're in Burlington 
I mean, have you had success with that? Uh, or I know Rocky Ford's known for, yeah, for cantaloupe. Yeah. Uh, you know, it can be a little tougher. Uh, cantaloupe, watermelon, they need room to grow, and they like their water. And uh, I do know of uh, some farmers around here that plant cantaloupe and watermelon. They'll put them... Uh, like by a pivot somewhere where they're getting the oh. water and, and do really well. And uh, so if you got some, uh, you know, here again, the soil amendment and, yep. and water and the space, you can do it. And that's kind of a, uh, that's kind of a, a luxury we have out here compared to more to people that live in the city. We have more room to, to grow. grow a crop like that. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I tried a couple of years ago and what came out was not edible. <laughs> 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 I, I will tell yeah. you that. So well, you could see, you looked at it and you're like, nope. <laughs> well, and you know, where you and your family are very busy, uh, you know, with jobs and life and kids and so forth. And you're very active in the community. Uh, it goes back to that uh, raised bed container gardening. Yep. It'll be more less maintenance, more controlled, yep. and then you'll have better results, and then you'll feel a whole lot better about yourself doing it. I just want you know. carrots. Yeah, I'm going to work carrots. with you to get carrots, uh, carrots, and that'll be a huge success. We'll so. make that happen. Good. <laughs> uh, one other thing you had mentioned that I, I wasn't aware of, like you said, we all get busy and stuff. You recently had taught a class over at Morgan, right? Well, <clears throat> the class was signed up at Morgan Community College, but then you did it in here. What, what all did you guys go into with that? I mean, can you touch on that? And I guess well, maybe other top questions you get, yeah. right, when well, people come in. Yeah, and uh, it was with the Garden Club. The Garden and, Club, right and, on. Uh, yeah, and uh, it was here again back to the container gardening. And uh, uh, so we shared some information about why it's become so important and, and uh, how to do it and uh, uh, how to make it easier that fits your lifestyle, your budget, and, and that sort of thing there. And, uh, um, and the thing is, is, is making it all about you. You know, uh, I think when we think about container gardening or raised bed gardening, uh, some people's like, well, where do I start? And it's like, you know, some people say, well, they used their, their grandparents' old bathtub or, or somebody will say, well, you know, uh, uh, my dad's brother has a whole bunch of uh, old wash tubs, you know, out of the farm, you know. Uh, so there's a lot of ways that yeah. you can do it to make it you. Uh, and the most important thing is just making sure you have some drainage. Uh, because when you do have a controlled uh, uh, container, garden bed, uh, you want to make sure that water is draining somewhere so it don't become a reservoir. And uh, so that that's probably one of the most important things. But uh, it's been interesting. Uh, uh, people, some people are into the herbs, Troy, and and uh, some people are just into the flowers. They don't care about growing and eating something. And then some people are all about growing uh, the tomatoes, the cucumbers, and, and that sort of thing. Interesting. And, yeah, and uh, the and the the whole thing is it's making it you, making it fun. Something that fits your life. Enjoying it, actually. Yeah, right. exactly. And so, like you, you're saying carrots. If carrots is your thing, I mean, you know, you you can make a, a simple uh, raised bed container and you can grow carrots. And you could probably grow carrots probably eight, nine months out of the year. Wow. Yeah. Well, and you said herbs. That's interesting. So, what kind of herbs are people growing? Like, can you grow oregano and... You know, I mean, or what, what grows out yeah, here? Uh, you know, we carry a whole line of seeds as well as we also, uh, during the bedding plant season, carry uh, uh, the bedding plant. But, yeah, uh, uh, parsley, herbs, oregano, uh, rosemary, uh, um, a, lot of, a lot of different that things. That sounds good. Yeah. Is that something you've grown too? Oh, yeah, yeah. Huh. Uh, it took me a little bit to learn that. Uh, I, uh, that's where I kind of learned that uh, herbs like, like it more on the dry side, and they like it more uh, uh, with a lot of light. Uh, I was giving them too much water, so I learned less watering on that uh, with the herbs and, and the light. And then you could grow herbs year-round inside. I mean, uh, and you can grow the herbs you want, you know, uh, and you can put them in salads or you can dry them and put them, like, in your, your pastas or, or whatever. And so, yeah. That sounds awesome. Yeah. And actually, this year, we, uh, uh, I, we're starting to get pottery back in after two years, and we actually ordered some herb pots, so I'm going to start growing uh, herb containers 
uh, for people to buy, and then they can put them on their patios or their kitchens or wherever. Sign and, me up. Uh, yeah. So so you're going to start them and get them going, then you come in and get, grab it and take it back and keep growing it. Yeah, there you go, yeah. And, and awesome. Then, uh, uh, and then uh, uh, it's interesting with some people that – uh, that are really into that. They're, they're healthy, uh, and uh, there's uh, some satisfaction knowing that you grow, Heck you yeah. grew it, and you ate it, and that sort of thing. And being healthy, more health conscious. Sure. Uh, but uh, uh, some, like I say, some people they they'll share their stories how they dry it and dehydrate it, and then some people they'll go, "Oh, Bill, I just cut it and put it in a salad," you know. And yeah. And, uh, so anyway, so yeah, so it's it's a whole world of what you can do with what you want out. There well, it go. makes you think too because cooking is such a <clears throat> so many people have a passion for cooking, right? And the experience yeah. of when you're preparing your meal and if you're doing all that, and then you're grabbing your herbs that you just grew, yes. And then you're grabbing your stuff that you grew for the salad, yeah. Yeah. You sit down. That's pretty cool. Yeah. We we had a family deal here a while back, and, and it was, uh, I guess, my job to make the salad. And so having your own uh, your own salad, your own spinach, your own radishes, uh, your own herbs, and, and all of that. And then Deb, she learned how to do a lot of homemade things from her grandmother that she whips right up. <laughs> yeah. God's blessed her with a skill to do that through her grandmother. But anyway, and when you put it there, it's amazing how uh, people go, man, this is delicious versus buying something from the store versus buying something that's, that's you might say, homemade right from your garden. Yeah. Well, yeah, because and think about that. You're creating all that, that experience, right? I mean, that's, yeah. that is cool. Yeah. That's a good yeah. idea that you're doing that. Yeah. And, and now getting a little older, uh, uh, I'm trying to be a little more creative, and I'm even growing chard, which is very bright colored yellows, reds, oranges, and then so if you want to get fancy uh, uh, and show off, <laughs> show off a little bit, I guess not. You can start growing that stuff, yeah, huh? Uh, that I, well, I've grown some, and then you can line your 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 salad bowl with it. Oh, that's and, taking it to a different level. Yeah, yeah, you know, and so people's going like, oh, whoa, look at you, you know, and, and uh, so it's, it's kind of fun. Uh, the chart isn't the most uh, uh, pleasant thing to eat. It's a little bit more on the, the bitter side. It's more of a... This is more of show-off stuff. Yeah, decorative Presentation, yeah. and right. But, but, you know, people that have their, their Saturday night uh, backyard barbecues and yep. picnics or their Sunday afternoon, you know, whatever... And they want to get a little more fancy and show off. Yeah, there's a lot of things you can do and without spending a lot of money, you know. Yeah, and yeah. I guess if they have questions, they can come in here and bounce ideas off you and make a yeah. plan and see yeah. where you can jump in and help, huh? Yeah, yeah, sure can. Uh, you mentioned the Garden Club. <clears throat> That's something. So I t- tell me about the Garden Club because I, <laughs> I wasn't aware there was a Garden Club. Well, that doesn't mean anything, but, no, you know. Uh, well, actually, uh, it's a, it's a um, rather large group of uh, – um, of, um, I'm saying respectfully, <laughs> uh, older ladies, uh, uh, very nice older ladies, and uh, but they're able to uh, uh, maturing. Let's say it that there way. you go. Yeah, yeah. Uh, wise. Uh, yeah, and wise. Very. Yeah, I learned from them too. Uh, but anyway, uh, we uh, uh, they do different things each month, and so sometimes they I get the pleasure to to visit and talk with them and teach a class and. Uh, and I think there's one in Burlington, one in Stratton. Uh, we even had one in Goodland. And, uh, wow. uh, yeah, we talk about all kinds of different things. And, and, uh, once in a while they even be, bring a couple of those treats, you know, uh, I don't turn down cake and pie. Oh, they'll <laughs> give you dessert for your, they, they barter yeah. for your gardening yeah, yeah, knowledge. Yeah, there you go. And, uh, and then I usually give them a, a, a little, um, uh, Oh, a discount uh, card that's good for like you know four weeks or whatever, and and uh, yeah, we learned a lot all the way, and it's, it's a lot of fun and, and and that sort of thing, and and uh, they're trying to get younger people into it because we do have this younger generation coming up, Troy, that is more about gardening. They're garden. starting to, yeah, 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 and being organic and and the the world we're living in right yep. now with all the uncertainty, uh, not knowing. Down the road, what what is the food exactly going to be? Well, I mean, we're hearing there could be food shortages now. Yeah. Whether that impacts us, but why not? You know, be proactive and learn to grow your own where you right. can. We have right. so much sun in Colorado. Yes, yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, I mean, on the front range, I think people are getting into growing, you know, chickens and having their own eggs and doing, right. you know, like domestic yeah. farming. And so, yeah, yeah. yeah. And you know, uh, 
the older that Deb and I get, uh, and, I, and I think we feel better, but we, she's got us on a regimen of vitamins. But with that being said, uh, the beauty of living in a small rural community, uh, we buy farm eggs, and uh, uh, Deb buys uh, raised chickens locally that, that they butcher and buys, and she cooks. And, uh, and just like uh, we just used the last of our potatoes uh, for a potato salad that she made for graduation when we had a granddaughter graduate last Sunday. And, uh, Congrats. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, um, uh, I've got two granddaughters graduating this year. Big year, yeah. yeah. But anyway, uh, but she used the last of her potatoes. Uh, she stores them in uh, the stairwell in, in the basement. And, and they were starting to get a little spongy, but they still had a good flavor. And, and uh, anyway, so, but pretty much most of it, uh, the eggs was farm uh, raised here locally. Uh, the, the potatoes was ro- raised right here. And so a lot of it was. Uh, uh, it's all local and organic and yeah, you grew it. Yeah, yeah. So were those, the potatoes were from last year's yes, the, harvest and you just froze them or? No, you just, uh, uh, when, you, when you pull them in the fall, uh, you put them, uh, don't put them in plastic, but you can put them in a paper bag, a cardboard box, something absorbs the moisture and in a dark, cool place, like at our house, it happens to be underneath our stairwell. And I made a little place down there where, uh, oh, she stores the salsas that she makes in the, the late summer and, and, and the potatoes. Ooh, so the she makes onions. her own salsa from stuff that you guys are growing? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, nice. uh praise God. I uh, was married with a wife that can do that and enjoys doing it. And, uh, you really get a salver, the, the, the flavor of it, you know, when it's, uh, in the middle of winter. But, You're making me want to grow yeah. potatoes now. <laughs> yeah, so, I mean, are those tough to grow or? You know, no. Uh, I think some people get intimidated by potatoes and, uh, potatoes is a thing that requires some, some room, some space. I've learned that, Troy. Uh, I tried to grow them in the backyard and they do well, but I didn't have enough room. But, uh, you know, potatoes here again, if you do a, a, that raised bed, uh, controlled gardening with the soil amendment, uh, you plant them about, oh, about hand deep okay. and, and uh, you water, uh, give them some fertilizer once in a while. And uh, the, the potato will grow roots out, which will form potatoes. And, and then they'll grow a really beautiful uh, uh, plant straight up. And then they get a, a beautiful bloom on them. And then the plant dies back. And you think, what is going on? But when that plant dies back, then that's when you can start digging down and look, getting the potatoes you want. Nice. And, and if you want, uh, you can let the potatoes get bigger if you're more like in the baking potato. Or sometimes I like the new potatoes and you can uh, dig them up sooner and uh, do your, um, do your uh, oh, like the, the new potatoes with that buttery, I, I don't know. No, what, I know what you're talking yeah, about. And then you can put, and then put some of the herbs that you just grow on yeah, top of yeah, them. And, yeah, ooh, that yeah, sounds good. Yeah, it is good. Yeah, yeah. Huh. Uh, so anyway, so, and potatoes are very, very healthy for you. I oh, mean, yeah. Very Love healthy. potatoes, yeah. you yeah, know. Yeah, yeah. All, all the root vegetables are, well, all of them are healthy for you, but the root vegetables uh, we've learned through actually our daughter with uh, MS that uh, the root vegetables is something that's really healthy and helps helps that sort of thing to deter some issues. You know, that's more on a natural way without having to put a lot of chemicals in your body. You that's know? good to know. Yeah. Um, okay, kind of shifting focus because I know we don't have all day, even though I feel like we should, right? <laughs> Just talk about this. Uh, landscaping, right? So, I mean, you mm-hmm. guys do landscaping. And obviously, I've done a few podcasts about water. Water's a big issue that's going to hit us. I mean, it's not going away. Whether people know that or not, I mean, we were up against some serious consequences with water conservation. Um, And it's municipal, you know, municipalities, cities, they're they're affected as well. So I think, you know, people are looking at ways to zero escape, right, and go go to use less water. Is that something you guys are, I mean, because I know you guys probably have stuff here for that, right? Like rock and stuff. You know, the last two years it's been pretty tough with with all the the stuff that's been going on. But uh, praise God, it's very uh, encouraging that we're starting to get more things back in. Uh, We're going to be getting uh, some rocks back in, uh, hopefully starting this week. Um, and uh, in the next couple weeks. And we also try to bring in the plants that are a little bit more drought tolerant, if you will, less watering. Uh, we have a, a, 
a grass seed that's made uh, right here in Colorado that is more uh, uh, less watering, less maintenance. It gives you that uh, thick uh, carpet of grass that looks like bluegrass, mm. uh, and it grows a, a, a deeper root, thicker thatch. So when we get in the stress heat of the months like July and August, then it don't dry out so much, which less watering. Right. And obviously we know that um, the whole world, water water is the, the new gold, I guess, if you will. Mm-hmm. Uh, we all know that, I guess. Uh, but uh, listening to you as well as just awareness, um, I, Deb and I, uh, we're making it a personal mission for ourselves as well as our kids, our grandkids, their kids. Uh, how to water less but still have a yard, how to water less and still have a garden. And so we're, uh, as we was talking the other day, I'm going to start converting my yard over into uh, uh, more of a zero scaping, extra scaping. Uh, I can give ideas. I don't so much do it. Uh, getting older, my, my back and my hands won't allow me to do that sure. so much. But I can give ideas. Well, uh, and if somebody came in here, right, and they said, hey, will you, will you come look at my yard? And help me design something, yeah. right? Not not do the labor, right? right you can right. get some of the neighborhood kids to yeah. chip in and help yeah. with that. Yeah. But just hey, let's let's come up with a plan. Is that something that you guys would be willing yeah. to do? And yeah. then you can help provide the materials and everything. Yep, and we can do that. And the neat neat thing about that is is uh, Troy, you can do rocks, you can do plants that require less water that are perennials, and perennials mean they come back every year. Uh, a way I always used to remember as a child growing up, uh, annuals means yearly and perennials means permanent. And the perennials come back every year. And there's a lot of plants out there today that we carry and, well, in a lot of other places too, carry that are more drought tolerant. And then, of course, there's rocks and uh, just a lot of different things. There's uh, trees and shrubs that you can do. So you can still have that inviting atmosphere but it's it's uh, uh, just a way of using less water. Right. And, uh, and and I'm been thinking to myself, Troy, probably for the last five years. I think to myself sometimes, uh, and working in a in a in a uh, uh, industry like this, I'm going, wow. You know, here we spend all this money in water, fertilizer, mowing. To say we got a green yard, which is nice, yeah, and, and and it's okay to have some grass and nice, but I think we're getting into times now that we can have that grass, but we need to change how we do it, so we can still have that inviting atmosphere, but do it more sensible with with uh, being careful with water usage. That's well said. I yeah. think we're going to probably have to. Yeah. Um, what one other I know because we we don't have a lot of time left because you guys are about to open. We're shooting this. We start shooting this like at seven fifteen in the morning, <laughs> which was awesome. What a beautiful yeah. setting. Um, as far as one question I had was plants. We have a giant tree in the front yard. Uh-huh. What are some good plants to put you on the spot, or you know, right? People can come in and check, but for shade. I mean, do you guys have stuff in here for stuff that doesn't need tons of sun? We, we that do. I'm not going to kill. No, you know we do. Uh, there is some people that's fortunate uh, that live in some. Uh, homes where they got the older established trees yep. and and uh, uh, and the shade and that is awesome. Uh, but here again, having makes that, it hard. Yeah, uh, getting plants because a lot of the plants do like that sun and, and uh, light. But you know, yes, we do have plants. To answer your question, Troy. There's there's hostas. Uh, there's different kinds of uh, like uh, uh, impatient plants and different things that do. Uh, good in in shade that are annuals and perennials uh it's you're a little bit more less of a variety but yes there is things you can do uh and you can also do uh containers uh and raise beds uh underneath trees too huh yeah i think i'm gonna put mine out in the sun where and then try and find some stuff to grow under our giant tree in the front yard um okay well and then so let's go back to because we probably have 10 15 minutes but Let's get into a little history of why you started this place 20 years ago and then let us know if you guys are doing anything special this weekend for the anniversary or, yeah. you know, kind of, I'd like to hear a little bit yeah, about that. Okay. Well, um, uh, way back when my, my grandparents raised me and, uh, um, I didn't realize how much I enjoyed it, but my, my, my grandfather, he ro- raised the garden in the backyard. My grandmother raised the flowers in the front yard. 
and Grandpa didn't touch Grandma's stuff, and vice versa. <laughs> and I had the best of both worlds. <laughs> you were the, you were getting in all of it, huh? Yeah, yeah. And I really enjoyed it. And uh, anyway, uh, then uh, it came to a point in my life that uh, I was working at Safeway, and and um, I thought I might have to go to Vietnam. And but so I went with a little card, and and um, I said I didn't. What do I do here? I didn't know what to do. And they, the nice, sweet, older lady, she said, honey, throw it away. Nick's an end of the draft. He's pulling us out of Vietnam. Go get a job. Oh, wow. So I went uh, back to Safeway, and uh, I said, I need a job. And, of course, back in those days, it was, was easier. And so it's like, here's an apron, here's a box cutter, and get busy, you know. And so that's where I spent the next 30 years of my life. And, uh, and it was very good. It taught me a lot about management skills and um, uh, merchandising and uh, a lot of things uh, that it requires the running a business and, and being a management position. And uh, fast forward, though, Troy, after about 28 years, I got burned out. And I said it was time for a change. And... Uh, but I had to work 30 years to get a retirement and, uh, it wasn't much of a retirement, but it was a retirement. Sure. Uh, so anyway, so I struggled through that last couple of years and Deb was very supportive and she said, whatever you want to do, I'll do it with you. And we wanted to do something locally. The kids was here. The grandkids was, we starting to have grandkids. The kids was, <laughs> and, uh, anyway, uh, I was on a pity party one day with myself, and I was riding around, uh, and Deb was teaching a computer class, and I drove past this greenhouse, and the weeds was up about chest high, and the, the windows was soaked up with the stuff where you couldn't look in, and, and so I pulled in. And it was this place? And it was this place, and I pulled in, and uh, I got to looking around, and I was praying to God for guidance, and the light bulb went off, and it was like... I can do this. I want to do this. And so um, anyway, fast forward, uh, Deb knew Louie Nider, and he helped us with a, a lease agreement where the uh, uh, lease payments went toward the purchase price for five years, and then we bought it in five years. But anyway, uh, we came in, and um, uh, the, the bank loaned us the money, but they said they needed $100,000 of my money. And I was going like, oh, boy. So I cashed in all of my retirement, which was about 90000 And they said close enough. And uh, anyway, um, um, 20 years later, here we are, and we enjoy it. And, and uh, I'm grateful that Deb and I are able to work together and live together as a married You couple. guys do a good job, and, yeah. Uh, well, thank you. And, and, uh, and we've had the ups and downs and the rights like and wrongs. Like any business, yeah. yeah. But I got to tell you, you know, uh, people like you helping us, you know, do things like this uh, uh, and uh, the bank helping us in times that, like I can remember, uh, uh, more drought conditions are starting mm -hmm. in. Uh, 2008 with, with the bottom kind of falling out, uh, things, uh, uh, the COVID stuff this last couple of years. Uh, but the community has always rallied, supported us, and... and uh, uh, yeah, 20 years later, here we are, and, and we What enjoyed. an awesome story. Yeah, yeah. and thank you. And uh, so uh, God blessing us, answering our prayers. It is something that we can enjoy doing with the family and the grandkids and friends. And, uh, uh, and uh, I don't know, there's just something about um, making people feel good makes me feel good when you're delivering flowers or plants or coming in talking about gardening you know it just uh, there's a good feeling with well that i can tell that you love doing that you know <laughs> and i mean you. i can tell when the when the weather gets warmer in this time of the year you can just see like you're just you're you know this is your guys's element yeah because you yeah. do the other things to keep things going the rest of the year but yeah. now you look around right I yeah mean, yeah everything's green we got beautiful flowers yeah. everywhere we're yeah. growing i mean yeah. this is yeah that's a cool time yeah and i you know and, and another thing i think that's helped me a lot when i was struggling getting burned out with corporate and knowing i needed to do something else um um I, I fought depression all my life, and, and I guess it must be something I inherited from a biological parent, but uh, neither here nor there. I, I, right. I, I can take a medication uh, once a day and, and stay on top of that, but being in an environment like this and, and 
eating the right foods and being active uh, really helps out a lot. And of course, I've learned getting older in the winter months, you know, and it's dark at four o'clock or four thirty, yeah. and it's eighteen degrees outside. That's when growing the things that you can eat that are natural and healthy to help help that. But when it starts staying lighter longer and the birds are singing, you're starting to get all this kind of environment. It's just like it I, makes everything. But yeah. you know, I was telling, I was talking to multiple people about the difference that this time of year makes for exercise, right? Yeah, Being yeah, out, wanting to go yeah. do it, and just it's not as cold. It's not dark at seven a.m. Yeah, you know, you're yeah. out doing stuff. So you, yeah, you feel better physically and mentally, and 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 I think when God designed all this, I think. This is the way it was meant to be originally. Cycles, you know, maybe. Yeah, and you know. And, uh, but, boy, yeah, you're right. When the birds are singing and it's warmer and the leaves are on the trees and you start planting things. And, like, last night after you and I got through working together, getting ready for this morning, uh, I told Deb, I'm going to get my light and go out and plant the. <laughs> start the, doing some more gardening. Yeah, yeah, because, you know, the, the, the wind went down. And yeah. It was cool and it was peaceful. And getting your hands in that dirt, and I woke up this morning, and I was back out there with my coffee looking at it going, like, Look wow. at that. Yeah. Amazing. Yeah. yeah. Cycle of yeah. life. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. Well, we're we're just under an hour. Okay. Hard oh. to believe that we've gone an hour. Huh? Yeah, That goes yes. quick. But then coming up, so this podcast is, today is Tuesday, uh, the 17th. Right. We're going to turn this, this podcast will probably be out on Thursday, I believe. Okay. What, what do you guys got going on this weekend for our anniversary I'm, stuff? I'm glad you brought that up, Troy. Here we're talking about all this, and I almost forgot to say this. Okay, so what Deb and I are doing uh, for our 20-year anniversary, uh, Saturday, uh, one day only, and we're going to be open 8 to 6, and we're going to do a 20% off sale. And uh, everything will be 20% off except for fresh floral, but everything else will be 20% off. And uh, we got help coming in uh, to, to do the meet and greet and help customers. Uh, um, um, Mrs. Gordon's gonna plan uh, make a plan us. <laughs> uh, she's gonna make us some uh, uh, some nice cakes. Okay. And we'll have a few refreshments, and uh, we're gonna have some giveaways. Okay. And uh, so anyway, so it's just our way of, of thanking the community for your support. Uh, over the last 20 years. So we said 20 years, a 20% off. Yeah. And uh, uh, making it fun. And it's all the stuff outside, inside. And and, uh, <clears throat> and we have a, uh, uh, a semi-load of plants coming today, as well as we've got another one coming Thursday. You're so, going to be busy. Uh, uh, so hopefully, yeah, hopefully we'll have the uh, the... the inventory here to to have you know what people want and well, i think you guys will man it looks awesome in here yeah well thank you yeah, yeah and i see yeah. you know when on the weekends if i'm out riding bikes i see you know there's always people here i have a feeling it's going to be packed yeah. on saturday yeah. so that's yeah. a great way to to just have people come down here ask questions learn more um get advice and just uh you know and celebrate with you guys 20 years and yeah. save a little money yeah troy thank you very much yeah, i mean man. uh uh, and, and I just want to say thank you to the whole community out there. I mean, um, you know, through the thick and thin of it all, uh, it's good. We enjoy it. And the support of the community, we couldn't do without that uh, through our good Lord. Amen. Uh, and we're even starting to uh, get customers from Lyman and Ray and St. Francis and Goodland and Shinewell awesome. and so forth. So uh, that's nice meeting other people and hearing their stories, too, about different Oh, a little bit different areas with the planting and, and, and the way. They different issues they're facing yeah. and everything. Yeah. Well, good, yeah. man. I mean, we'll have to hear the feedback on this, but, you know, we'll, we'll do another one of these. Okay. I mean, I learned a lot, All you right. know, and we'll see what kind of questions we get. But what a great uh, place to do it. So maybe we can do it in the fall okay. or something, okay? All right. Okay. All right. Troy, thank you. Yeah, thank yeah. you. Yeah.